person in an ultimate, future, final sense. Now, what's really great, one of the things I really love about the vineyard, uh, there's a theology behind what we do, and we have a both and theology. We don't have an either or theology. The theology that I've studied it is really, really very, very common that it's got to be either or, or. It's got to be black or it's got to be white. And I'm sorry to say, uh, if that's the way we've been raised, that is just not what you read in the Bible. <laughs> there, it's a both and world in the Bible. So peace is all three of these. It's just in what, in what way, what, what, what's the nuance that peace is being used by these angels? So, again, I just wanted to dig a little bit deeper, and I found out that peace in the New Testament, that that meaning of peace is much the same as that of, the, of rabbinic Judaism. What that means is that the rabbis were writing in the centuries before Jesus arrived, and, and they're writing in the languages of the Middle East, Hebrew and Greek and Latin was even being used. So they're all they're writing in these ancient languages and they're defining peace as well. And that to me that's really giving you the this is what the way people were thinking. When Jesus showed up, they were thinking, okay, this had been been taught in the synagogues. So in their writings, in the rabbinic writings, shalom. Heard that word before? Shalom is the Old Testament word for peace. So peace according to the rabbis, as opposed to strife between individuals and not merely nations. So if I'm at odds with Buck, then that's not peace. That's not shalom. Peace between God and humanity. And really, interestingly, that concept, peace between God and humanity, is not in the Old Testament. That's, that's, a, that's, you can, that's one of those things you can log away and look at. Hmm, I may need to look into that. Shalom sums up the blessings of the Messianic period. So the rabbis in their Judaism, they're anticipating an age that would come. It would include a Messiah, and that, that age would be an age of shalom. And then, then I just thought these were some interesting things that you discover when you start looking around. Again, it's the world that Jesus lived in, the world that gives birth to this story, the rabbi said that envy and strife and discord are contrary to God's will. So if we're going to be God's people, we can't be envious, we can't be in strife, and we can't be in discord. That, there's that, no, God doesn't want that for us. Discord, in some of the writings, discord was holding back the coming of Messiah. Hey, we've got to get our relationships settled between us, and then Messiah can come. The very continuation of the world depends on shalom. So shalom is a big deal to the rabbis teaching in the synagogues in which Jesus was brought up. Then this, I thought this was really intriguing, and I put this in there really for Kathy in some ways. One might almost say that the role which peacemaking assumes among the rabbis comes nearest to the New Testament concept of love. So if you love me, you will not live in strife with me. You will not live in discord with me. You will wish me good will, and we will resolve our issues. 
That's, the, that's, like, that's like a synonym of love. Isn't that, isn't that incredible? I just thought that was really incredible. So again, back to, that's a little sidetrack. Peace on earth. What do the angels mean? Well, again, just some thoughts that, to put it out there. One, it's, it's not that angels are not, it's not to be taken as a wish. Oh, I wish there would be peace on the earth. It's not a wish. It is a declaration. As much as glory to God in the highest heavens, from the highest heavens now to earth and peace on earth, we're declaring peace, shalom, on earth upon those whom God's favor rests. And again, to understand that, it is saying all of humanity is under God's favor because of what God's doing. So, shalom. Let shalom come to the earth it really is very very similar to the promise that we read in Isaiah 52 again just this incredible expectation of what God would do someday on the earth how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace angels are messengers announcing peace who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The kingdom of God is the reign of God, the rule of God. Listen, your sentinels lift up their voices, a heavenly host (laughs) fill the skies. They lifted up their voices. Together, they sing for joy. For in plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Peace on earth. As you read Isaiah, shalom comes. And it's, it's, in, in Hebrew language, there's a parallelism. So shalom and good news and salvation, your God reigns, the kingdom of God. Those are all synonymous. They all mean the same thing. So peace on earth, shalom on earth, good news to the earth, salvation to the earth. Your God reigns, the kingdom of God coming to the earth. All of that is wrapped up in the announcement of peace on earth. Then when you, when you kind of follow some of that through the New Testament, I found this, I thought this was super helpful in Second Peter chapter 3. Those of us, ordinary people, following Jesus, learning, living it out, we're waiting. What are we waiting for? We're waiting for new heavens and a new earth. We're waiting for God to save this whole thing, to redeem this whole thing. And that new heavens and that new earth in which justice will be at home. That is what he promised. An announcement. Peace on earth. 
a new heaven, a new earth where justice would be at home. He promised that. We're waiting for that. So my dear family, as you wait for these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish. Learn to live the right way. And live in shalom. And when our Lord waits patiently to act, see that for what it is. It's salvation. (laughs) The Savior who was announced by the angels, peace on earth, is at work bringing a new heaven and a new earth and salvation to his universe. And we must patiently wait as he goes about that business and we get to join him. So peace on earth, I would like to suggest to you, the angels announced the arrival of the blessings of the messianic period through the birth of Jesus. The angels announced the arrival of the blessings of the messianic period, which is a future period which began earlier than what we've all thought it would begin. It's begun. Salvation has arrived on the earth. The kingdom of God has arrived on the earth. New creation has begun. All of us who have said yes to Jesus and have been born again, we are a new creation. We're a new creation living in an old earth. We are announcing peace on earth. So as I read those things and I think about those things and I try to allow uh, the Bible to speak to us, not for what we can make it, but what, what it really, I mean, just striving, you know, we got to build that brew, we got to get that. What am I? I come down to saying, okay, Holy Spirit, we need help. And so I kind of wrap that into a prayer for us as a community. So just take a moment, just take a deep breath. And let me kind of walk us through a prayer that I'm praying on this day of peace. Holy Spirit, would you come? Listen to these quotes and then just the questions that will follow. Shalom is the basic religious disposition which the Christian owes to his God and Lord. We're to be people of peace. We're to be people who make peace. That's to be our disposition. So it leads to the question, what is? what is? What is the basic daily disposition of us as a community? Are we known in our city as being people of peace? People who extend salvation. People who extend mercy. People who make peace quickly. A second thought. Shalom denotes the state of peace 
which is granted to those, to that believer, when his relationship to God is freed from all tensions. That really spoke to me. Because it leads me to a question. Holy Spirit, what tensions bind us in our relationship with God and others? See, people that are people of the Prince of Peace live in peace, extending well-being to others. And they, they're not living in tension toward Him or towards others. They're asking the Holy Spirit to set them free. Set us free from the bind of tension. Let us live, the, let us live in the freedom of your blessing, of peace, shalom, and extend that to others. So Holy Spirit, show us, show us what tensions are binding us. And then finally, when our Lord waits patiently to act, see that for what it is, salvation. And just as I said, you know, our, just as I, as I reviewed just the history in my lifetime, of there has been no peace on the earth. The promises of, you know, they'll, they'll bring their swords and beat them into shovels. And we're, we're, not, we're not seeing that. I get impatient. And the reason I get impatient is I, is I grieve the human carnage that I personally, I think, is like totally ridiculous. You know, when, when are we as human beings going to be able to look at each other and extend life to each other? And breath to each other. And mercy to each other. When, when are we going to as human beings. Sacrifice for each other. When are we going to stop having been first. I mean just, just keep going. You know we. I mean I, I'm tired. Of death and destruction. People suffering. So I do get impatient. And I know Jesus is going to fix it. Totally. When he returns. I know that. But I. But. Man, if we, don't make, if we don't make greater progress, you know, please, Jesus, come. Have mercy on us. But as we wait, I need the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I need you to open, open our eyes to see the present works of salvation as new creation is inaugurated on the earth. Open our eyes. God is at work. God is busy. He's not slow as some count slowness. And he's moving us into the shalom. Would you turn to your neighbor and say, shalom. What you've done, you've just extended, I I hope for you well-being. I hope for you to enjoy all the best in life. And in the context of what we're reading is everything that Jesus wants to contribute to our lives, we want to receive and we want to give to each other. And then we want to give to our neighbors and to the nations. Shalom. Peace, my friends, is on the earth. Through Jesus. Let's pray together. 
Father, we are really, really grateful that you loved us to the extent that you sent Jesus. And Jesus, we thank you that you were willing to come because you loved us. And we thank you that we can celebrate this morning. Glory in the highest heaven and peace on the earth through your birth. This morning we ask that you would expand our understanding of the blessing of your coming. That the the messianic blessing that's promised has, has come. It resides upon those of us that are following you. And you wish for us to receive that best blessing to live in shalom, but also then to extend that shalom to one another. That the body of Christ would be known as people that make peace quickly, who love one another deeply, who do not have a history of division and strife, but of peace. Then, Lord, you sent us out into this world to make peace, to extend the shalom to others. So, Holy Spirit, empower us to live in the shalom that has come. Empower us to live in the shalom with one another. And send us as people that bear that peace, that shalom, to give away to our neighbors and to the nations. We bless you. We thank you for this season in your name. Amen. Thank you for our morning together.